Good morning and welcome to the manual season three, guys. Thank you for your support always. Thank you for your patience and waiting for me to get season three up and running. I had to get a few guests lined up, take care of a few personal things and also kind of let things kind of um, settle. Uh, We had quite a few things go on in the last month or so, um, which we'll touch on this morning on this episode. But again, this is the welcome back episode. So thank you. Thank you again for your support. Thank you for always checking in. Thank you for uh, sending me messages as I was uh, out and, you know, to see how things were going and letting me know how much uh, you missed the show. So thank you again, guys. Thank you for your listening and thank you for doing that. I'm also hosting two other shows. One is called The Deep with Maddie Ice and I'm hosting a sports show called Political Football with my co-host Dave, uh, which I'll, um, you know, again, leave some information about when this episode ends so you can also hear me on those platforms as well. But again, we are um, in the midst of the pandemic um, going into seven months now, which is absolutely insane uh we are at the one million mark of deaths worldwide with this pandemic and that is so 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 sad and we've also hit a new milestone in the united states where we're at two hundred and six thousand people um which is mind-blowing um knowing that uh we could have prevented a lot of these um deaths but again it's 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 up to us as a society as a country uh, as a people to self-regulate do the best you can don't make wearing a mask a political thing it's not it's simply just to protect us if you have to go out and do something it is just a small thing that you can do uh to help mitigate uh what's happening it is not something that should be uh looked at as an infringement on your rights it should not be looked at as something that you're being ordered to do Um, From what we get from the science, if you trust the science, is that this can kind of help things along. Uh, We are all tired. We are all sick and tired of being in. Uh, We have lost a sense of normalcy, and I get it. We've lost a sense of just kind of doing things uh, that we can. We've lost an entire summer. We lost an entire spring, and we've lost part of our, um, you know, last winter. Now we look like we're going to lose our fall. And the holidays are coming and that's going to look different, um, which is fine. Um, But we're going to be entering a new year, 2021. Hopefully things can kind of get a little better for us and we can, again, move ahead as a as a society. Um, So, again, a few things have happened since I've last recorded with you guys. Um, I'll try to do like a whip around basically to not not keep you guys bored. There were no charges filed in the Breonna Taylor, uh, Taylor case which is kind of like i guess i'm numb to it now that there wasn't um nothing really surprises me anymore when it comes to certain things so uh without beating a dead horse um it is messed up and hopefully uh there's something comes of the fbi investigation where we can get something um going because this young woman again lost her life uh i wasn't there to know all the details and facts but what i do know is that you know if i did something on my job um and i was wrong about it and i made a mistake or whatever you want to call it um i'm still going to be held accountable for these mistakes or held accountable for the liability um of what i do or don't do so to say that it's justifiable that the shooting um, happened or 
occurred because they were fired upon. Uh, again, I wasn't there to know the exact details, but to pretty much, you know, kill someone in their own home and then no one kind of be uh, held accountable for it is it is a little disheartening. Uh, the case is a little bit different from what we've been seeing of late, but there are several cases that are still being um, fought on this front. So, you know, we can continue to push for justice for Ms. Taylor and her family. So we have that going on. Uh, next, we have uh, we're in the midst of a um, a crisis economically in this country. We're, st- we're still looking at. A lot of things happening. I don't know where you are, but where I'm at in Virginia, um, there's been a lot of changes uh, that I see when I go out. There's a lot of changes as as to uh, the stores that I used to see, the restaurants I used to see, uh, the businesses I used to see as I traveled out and about uh, in the last few months. And I, I can only attribute this to being um, a victim of the pandemic. You know, hopefully uh, these businesses, some will return. Some have probably closed their doors forever. Someone's dreams now deferred. And it is sad because, uh, again, the government that we have could and should help, you know, with um, another stimulus um, surge, uh, some kind of help for the people, you know, that have businesses. I know that there's a lot of um speculation and a lot of um doubt on how uh things go out because again it 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 kind of um lends to uh having people not be inspired to do certain things but if your industry if your job if your you know living has been disrupted your business has been disrupted and what are you to do how are you to make it you know uh, so again, we're still in an economic crisis that some people see as it's not that bad. Some people see that it's a nightmare. It is really up to the perception of who's living through what. Stock market is doing great. That's great. But a lot of people are still hurting. A lot of people are still trying to figure it out. You know, it, and it's been it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Um, we're also in a. Um, a crisis uh, with our environment, with our climate. Um, people have still yet to believe that, you know, this is a issue and a, a problem uh, globally, not just the United States, globally. Uh, we are, you know, again, we have half of our um, forests in California and Oregon burning. It is insane that these fires are being fought and, you know, hats off and, you know, to the brave men and women who are fighting these fires. It is a dangerous job. And I and I can I can just tell I know a couple of firefighters. It is a, a job where, you know, you wake up and you don't know if you're going to return back to your station. You know, it is it is very, very, very um, disturbing that we are going through this and. We still have people in our government uh, that think that this is not an issue, and it is. is a big issue, and we need to get a handle on it, or we're going to be facing a lot of this stuff over the next few or several years. And then it takes us to now, um, you know, how sports has been back for for some. It's been a great thing. Um, I thought it may be. A bad idea, but it is, you know, it is what it is. It kind of separates 
uh, us from our rea- our reality of kind of just being in. Um, but we've had now um, a few teams in each major kind of sport, except for basketball uh, tests. We had people test positive for uh, the virus. Uh, a lot of it is asymptomatic spread, which is probably the most dangerous one because, again, people don't know that they have it and they're walking around. So, you know, you kind of assume that you had it, may have it or will get it. And it's just, you know, the luck of the draw of, of what happens to you. I hear that. Uh, I have friends um, and family that have dealt with it, and each of them has a different experience that they've shared about it. But I'm praying that the lasting health or you know, adverse health effects are not permanent. So uh, we'll see how that kind of shakes out um, with with you know the science that's kind of evolving. Um, there's talk of a vaccine in the next uh, few. I'm sorry, several weeks. I wouldn't be taking that. I have no idea what that would entail. You have to understand, guys, when it comes to vaccinations and these type of things, I get it. I'm praying that we get something soon uh, that will save us. But we don't want something that can do more harm as well, that is not tested, that is not proven. Um, I think it took them roughly 18 years to develop effective uh, HIV medicine and AIDS vaccination um, and that is a ongoing still ongoing thing and AIDS is you know AIDS is old it's early early 1980s that we've been experiencing this and we're now in 20 getting ready for 2021 so to rush a vaccine to market that quickly uh, it makes people kind of jumpy and I'm one of those people it's just I don't know I have to have to really weigh that option for myself um so we're uh, 34 days or so uh, from the election. And um, if you haven't decided on who you're going to vote f- for yet, you need to do your research and make a hard, long uh, decision of who you're going to vote for. It's, it is your right. Um, the debate last night was a utter and complete shit show. I <laughs> I am probably looking at this country, a great country, by the way, as to how did we get here? How did we get to this point? That was a complete and utter failure of our American democracy. Two people that couldn't even get out thoughts interrupting each other. No professional decorum, no political courtesy, no anything. I didn't even I didn't get anything out of the 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 debate. I've learned more about the fake news, the real news, uh, what's going on with these guys through social media, which is not probably the best way to find out about people because everyone puts up an affront on social media. But to watch that last night, I thought I was, you know, going to say, OK, I'll turn it off at some point. But it was a train wreck. It was something that you're driving in your car. There's a 10 mile long traffic jam and you're wondering what the hell happened because you're waiting to get up on the scene to see what's going on and every minute of this thing it just got worse and worse and worse and I am like this is supposed to be too um, educated articulate so somewhat uh, leaders I wasn't impressed by either one but I was but I would say 
that, you know, Joe Biden didn't, he didn't, he did his best to try to keep his cool. And, you know, it, it is something that, I don't know, I don't know how that, how that plays out, but I wasn't convinced uh, I'll probably have to do, do something that I don't want to do when it comes to the election, but it is something that, you know, it's the lesser of two evils at this point. It's lesser of two evils at this point. And I just really couldn't understand what was happening last night. I, I, I tried to, I tried my best to, to, to put a grip on things. I, I tried my best to understand uh, what it is. For anyone that watched that, that thought that, oh, um, the president would, you know, denounce certain things and was shocked or surprised that he didn't, it's <laughs> shame on you. You know, shame on you. Um, as ambiguity goes, he was not going to do that. That was out. Uh, the fact checking. Um, I love that, you know, we can fact check ourselves. We can fact check, you know, anything that is said to us. Um, and a lot of things that they both said, uh, for the most part, more so on the president, but they both said things that were inaccurate and wrong. You know, this was, um, as someone eloquently put it, this was like you telling me that my nose is green. I'm telling you that your nose is blue and back and forth that went unbelievable that uh, a debate, you know, it's probably one of the the most finest things that you can see uh, people or groups or, you know, whatever do and. I don't even know what that was. That was not a debate. That was uh, just a argument or, you know, whatever. I did laugh a couple of times because of the human inter interaction of two people that are so diversely different. Um, that kind of made me laugh, whatever, when they were interrupting each other. But, you know, some of the personal things that were said to, you know, each, each candidate, I could have done without because it wasn't about that. It was about us. It was about the American people. It was about there's 200,000, 200, and sorry, 206,000 people that have died that got no respect on that stage last night. That got nothing. Jody at least tried to talk to the American people when he could by turning to the camera and kind of giving us something. But this was unbelievable. This was who the fuck cares about this booming economy bullshit that, again, he didn't create all by himself. He didn't come in and save the day, you know, the way you guys think he did. You know, this is think of Mark Jackson building the Golden State Warriors and then Steve Kerr walking in and kind of taking the team to a championship. I know it's a fucked up sports analogy, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Did you directly benefit from this? From the four years, almost four years that the president's been in office. I'm talking to you directly. You know, this is not a, uh, a political stance on, you know, being Democrat or Republican or moderate or conservative or, you know, whatever. It's basically I'm asking you. And this is how I look at elections. I look at elections a few ways for myself. And this is speaking for myself here. So disclaimer. I look at things that, that affect me on the local level, state level national level in that order where I directly live I'm impacted by certain things I'm impacted by certain um, uh, 
laws that affect me personally on a state level uh those laws those things affect how i say well i love this state versus that state perfect example of what i'm trying to trying to convey to you in virginia i live in i live in a commonwealth in virginia we have laws uh like personal property tax which they tax your vehicle they tax a motorcycle a boat things of that nature you get taxed yearly on these things and it's assessed on the value of the of the property or you know whatever you own it's 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 assessed that way so you'll pay x amount of money for this type of thing only in a commonwealth from what i understand in other states the states i used to live in jersey maryland like it that's not really the case right so that that would affect me had i known that moving here about 10 years ago you know how to navigate through that because i should have done my research as okay i'm moving to a state where i own a luxury car and that could impact me a lot every year as far as my finances so that's what i mean on the state level on the federal level i think about when i want to purchase a home or if i want to go to school again if i want to um you know do something basically which i have to think about the programs that are in place the you know things that i can do or take advantage of as an american citizen that would affect affect me personally you know how interest rates affect me personally you know those things are what i so in that order is how i look at things you don't vote for a president for every year you vote every 4 years so whoever goes in you have to kind of deal with that for 4 years unless something happens um to to that person so that's how, this is how I look at the process and i cannot say directly or indirectly that i benefited from um this presidency you know i i really can't say that that's happened can you and if you can let me know like let me send me a direct message text me whatever let me know what i've missed because not to not to every presidency everyone gets something you know you may get one or two things you may get nothing you all you may benefit from the entire you know four years you may benefit and that's great because that's what we're trying to do we're trying to better our lives we're trying to you know trying to live everyone in this country that lives in this country should be afforded and entitled to live in the best life that they could now that is also in, in impacted by your decisions what you do where you work what kind of money you make i get that all of that is fine and good but everyone should be afforded the opportunity to have some semblance of a a life that they want to live it's why you know america is so popular or why america people want to come to america you know i mean every year we have our immigration system is strained i'm a naturalized citizen you know my family came here for a better life it is what it is and i can honestly say that i've benefited most of my life from being an american citizen being a part of um this society being a part of this country you know the the country has its, its issues and problems yes but i've been able to have some type of normalcy some type of life here so again you know look at what look inside of you and, and and really make that decision because you know it's always with when it comes to politics um 
when it comes to, you know, picking a side, when it comes to doing that. And this is the first time I was telling a friend not too long ago. This is the first time that I can remember in a very long time that we've had to pick a side in something in everything that we talk about now. You know, politics used to be its own separate sub thing. It used to be its own. Oh, we talk about politics. You know, some people like to talk about it. Some people don't like to talk about it. I'm a person. I don't really care. I don't care what you are as far as that. As long as that, you know, I could be friends with someone that who is totally opposite to me. It doesn't matter, you know. But if you're going to come up to me every single second of your life to talk politics, I'm probably not the guy that, that you want to talk to because I'm going to say some some fucked up shit. Just like you probably say some fucked up shit to me. So I don't really try to engage a lot into that, into what my friends and family um, beliefs are when it comes to that. The, the two taboos that I've, I, I've always heard in life is that you don't discuss politics or religion with people. It's just kind of what happens because people, those two things are very deep rooted things. Those two things are kind of like people's, they, they will fight tooth and nail to let you know and convey their beliefs to you. And it is what it is. So I try not to engage in those things. So I used to keep politics in its own little bag. But nowadays, you talk sports. Politics bleeds in. You talk money. Politics bleeds in. You talk relationships. You know, ideologies. You know, philosophies. Politics is now at the forefront. It has become really a part of everything that we do. You have to pick a side. You have to, you know, it's like being in a gang. Like, you know, pick pick a side. You know, we're going to, you know, see whose side is better or, or says what. You know, and sometimes, you know, this could be a really good thing. Because you get to know, you know, who you're around and how to navigate through that. And the bad thing is that you, you come to find out that some of your family and friends have... You know, deep-rooted meanings and feelings about things that are not near and dear to you. And again, there's nothing wrong with being opposite to something, opposing something, for something. You know, that's what makes us human beings, that we have choices, that we can make a educated and calculated decision on what we want to be, what we want to do, who we want to be around and stuff like that. You know, we are at our core we're basic creatures We're, you know, you want to you want to live and, you know, breathe and do things that are, you know, inclusive of everyone else. You know, that's what we want. That's what we, that's what we should get. But sometimes when it becomes political, it's weaponized. It's weaponized against you for if you're for or against something, you know, like let's take abortion, for example. You know, if you're for abortion, you're looked at a certain way as a baby killer or whatever. If you're, you know, not for uh, abortion, then you're looked at as someone that is insensitive to the needs and rights of of somebody's body. It, it you know, I, I'm I'm being, I'm giving you the thirty foot thousand foot view here, but you know, I, I know that. Abortion is a very complicated issue, but I'm just kind of like parsing here. So, again, you look at things kind of like, you know, what? But, again, you're entitled. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. They're entitled to 
their philosophy, their ideology, what they believe in. You know, it may be right or wrong, depending on your perception. And I've always said this to you guys. Life to me is always about perception, how you live your life. You know, you and I can both stand on a cliff and see something happen. And we can both acknowledge that something happened. But we may have opposing or different views about how it happened, where it happened, you know, what we thought we saw or what we didn't see. It's a perception. It's where you're standing. It's your vantage point. Life is full of these vantage points, these sliding doors, how you see something. You know, exercise and futility. Um, I love doing like paint and sips. If you guys know what a paint and sip is, is you, you know, meet with friends. This is, I guess, obviously pre-COVID. Meet with friends. Um, you're going to paint something, you know, arts and crafts, whatever. You're going to paint something. You're going to have a wine or you're going to have a drink or whatever. And you're going to paint something. I'm not a big drinker, so I'm not there for the drinking. I'm, in, I'm there for the drawing and coloring and, and painting, I guess. But what it is, is that instead of painting a picture that we all can see, I like when, you know, when we say we're going to paint a day at the beach or, you know, paint a picnic in the park or paint, you know, something that makes you happy. Everyone's going to have a different painting. Everyone's going to have a different view of that same beach that's in your mind, that picnic that you want to have. Everyone's going to have a different, different view. And this is how politics kind of breaks down to me. It's like everyone has a different view. But we get so entrenched in our beliefs. We get so hard-coded. We get so genetic, biogenetically engineered to think that, okay, I'm, I'm a this, I'm a that. My kids are going to be this. My kids are going to be that. My wife or husband should be this. It's like if, you're not, if they're not that, then there's a major problem. You know? Think for yourselves. See what's going on around you. Look at how things are affecting you or not affecting you. If you want change, want change. If you like things the way they are, it's whatever. Like have things the way they are. But to go out and violently do this, to go out and publicly humiliate or disgrace or belittle or whatever you want to do to get your point across is not the move. I don't I don't understand that. Like how, you know, if you can't get your point across, if I said to you something that I want to say, I shouldn't have to scream it at you. I, could, I should be able to articulate myself to say, hey, I don't like this or I think this is this is good. You know, but again, we get so entrenched in in, you know, these battles about what we want, what we want to be. Could you imagine um, being a teenager or being someone under, I guess, teenage years watching that last night? On how two 70-something-year-old people, they've lived for seven, def- seven decades, how they tr- and then they've been in power um, at some point. Uh, I think Biden's 46 years, which is about the as long as I've been alive. And Trump, as far as government, you know, just three and a half years uh, being, you know, being at the helm of the most powerful office in, in the land. And that's what we got. For someone that has a 46-year record in politics and someone who is not a politician, obviously, who is not 
diplomatic, who is not a great businessman, who is not a lot of things, tried to convey to us to say, hey, vote for me. I'm your guy. Fucking shit show. An embarrassment to the to the to the whole process. I don't even think I can get through the next two. I'm definitely gonna watch the the vice president one because uh, something happens to either one of these guys. That's who we're gonna have to have replaced. So that's probably a more important debate to watch. Um, and it should be more you know interesting as far as actually talking about some hardline policies and procedures and how things are done or not done. So hopefully that that fares better than what we saw because I don't want I don't know if you want to see that shit. I don't want to see that shit again. I don't I don't care to hear from the president. I don't really know <laughs> what the 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 opposition would have to say other than what they've been saying for the last, you know, three years. I don't know. I don't care. I'm at this point of like, I know who I'm going to have to do for and that's it. And I'm done with it. And I make my bet about it. But to see what we saw last night from two people that um, want to run this country. I don't even know if if that's possible. Yeah, crazy times, man. Crazy times. So, uh, kept this one light today. Uh, first show back. Thank you for listening to the manual. Thank you for, you know, all the encouraging words while I was out. And also, I want to thank everyone um, that's going to return uh, on the show. I have a roster lined up. It's a matter of scheduling to get people on. Some people that you've heard from before, some people. Um, you know, you haven't heard from yet, but interesting content kind of going to keep the same flow as how I ended season two with having people um, come on at different points. And I'm also going to do, you know, health segments and, you know, my personal thoughts and stuff like that. I have a different show now for all political <laughs> things, which is political football. It's a it's a really good show. You guys should check it out. It's called political football. Uh, there's a few different political footballs out there, but I'm the one, uh, you can actually search by my political football, Cleveland Wason, and you'll be able to find us on that platform. The deep, it's called the deep, like, like a pool. Um, you'll be able to find us on that with Maddie ice. And, uh, again, you know, I will be doing the manual, uh, once a week now to try to get the content out to you guys. Um, and the other two shows I actually record during the week as well. So trying to juggle all of that in between, um, it just gives me an idea to keep that. I will always keep things with you guys organic. I will keep them non-scripted. I will keep things raw, unfiltered. You know, I have basically one rule about the show is that it would not be something that is, um, you know, spewing hate or divisiveness or something like that but if you have a opinion um opposition to something if you have a point to make you know you can definitely make that point without having to do those type of things so certain things i won't allow but for the most part there's really no rules to this show it's it's really kind of you know your platform to unpack whatever you need to unpack and kind of you know give your your thoughts to us uh in a organic way so again, thank you for allowing me back and let's get season three off to a great start. Thank you for choosing the manual and have a awesome day.